0: All right, welcome everybody back to a brand new episode of Manny Can. I'm a Manny Barrera, aka Manny. And today we have a great episode. You know, I ever since I started podcasting, I wanted to interview athletes, whether it's professional, D1, former coaches, current coaches. And I have the opportunity today to have on the show someone who is in San Diego. Well, well, born and raised in San Diego. And it's playing at a D1 level at Miami. No, not Miami. Miami of Ohio and Oxford, Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present to you Michael McGivney. He played three years in high school, and he was an all-league tight end and long snapper. Mikey, how are you doing
1: today? I'm good. How are you? Happy Easter.
0: Uh, Happy Easter. And um, you were saying earlier that you're back at home?
1: Yeah, I'm home for the holiday. Yep.
0: So, uh, first thing, how long has it been since you've been home?
1: Uh, I got home Friday night, and I've been uh, in Ohio since uh, mid-January.
0: January. Okay. So, um, leading up to this Ohio, before we get started, what is one thing that Ohio doesn't have that you really miss that's right Uh here at home in San Diego?
1: I would definitely say, uh, around me at least, something that uh, Ohio definitely lacks is definitely, like, good food. Like, a variety of food, a good selection. Like, we don't have like, all the good chicken places, all the good, uh, like... They definitely don't have uh, good uh, tacos and all that stuff, burritos and breakfast burritos. They're definitely none of that. Uh,
0: last week... Well, not last week, but our last episode, I I interviewed someone from the East Coast, New York, and we're oh. talking about food, so he's like, what's unique? Then he's like, I like the, the Mexican, the tacos here that New York may not have. Yeah. So that's one thing that I find unique, unique living here in Southern California. You know, we got the sources, we got the food. Yep. And I'm a big food guy when it comes to food, so I'll write that down in my notes next time I go visit Ohio. To All be right. No, <laughs> yeah, so You were a V1 athlete, and um, I just want to know what the process was like when you were recruiting. I know you played baseball in high school.
1: Yeah, so uh, for me, like, all of high school, I thought I was going to play baseball in college, and I, like, just kind of played football more as a little side, like, more for fun. And then uh, going into my senior year, um, I had a lot of fun with my team, and uh, we started playing a lot of seven-on-seven tournaments, and we were doing really well. So that was kind of like what made me like flip over to football and focus more on that.
0: And what what, what was unique or what, what, what did you think about that, that Spark and said, you know what, I'm going to Miami of Ohio.
1: Um, so that was actually a really interesting process because uh, the whole time during my uh, senior season, I was set up to go to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. And um, what basically happened is I didn't get into the school. So I couldn't play football there. So so, uh, I started reaching back out to coaches that, like, recruited me during my recruiting process. And uh, one of the coaches hit me back and said, hey, like, we have a spot for you if you want to come play here. And I was like, awesome. So I pretty much just decided I was going to go there and play football and keep living my dream. And basically just worked out. Now I'm at Ohio.
0: Obviously, with COVID, you know, for us, when we were seniors, like, everything closed, you know. And then yeah. I remember the NCAA saying, okay, we're going to have sports. But then in, like, September, they're like, okay, all sports are canceled. And then they go back yeah. to a 6 game. game. You know, obviously, when you are a freshman and you go to a bandit campus, especially when it's almost across where you're from, yeah. you get that, that welcome experience. And with COVID, a lot of facilities being closed.
1: How was it, your transition? Um, it was definitely hard because uh, – so my, my, uh, my, my school, we canceled our season on my flight out to move into my uh, dorm, so it was really tough. I got a text from coach. He was like, hey, we're canceling the season. I was like, all right, I'm on my flight right now, but okay. So I fly out there. I got to see the school for the first time, which was really nice. And then I actually ended up living with one of my teammates for a month and uh, his family. So
0: you you said you'd never seen the school. That was your first time.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, That's funny uh, because same thing happened for me, but for high school, I was set to go to this local high school, but then I wanted to break the barrier, the family chain, and (laughs) I went to a new high school, never been to it. I only been to it once before I decided, you know what, I'm going here.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's, uh, amazing and crazy. How things work. Yeah. Matt, you live with the teammate. Um, so was it did you guys cancel your season indefinitely and play it in the spring like some other schools, or it was just uh, canceled?
1: We ended up playing uh when Ohio State announced that they were gonna have a season uh and just play in conference games, we announced that we were gonna do that too. But uh we only ended up playing three games out of the six that were scheduled.
0: And then did you register your freshman year?
2: or
1: So as a walk-on, actually, my school decided that uh, the university didn't want to pay for our COVID tests, so we actually, all the walk-ons, we couldn't do anything, so we just had to work out on our own and just watch the games on our TVs and our dorms.
0: Yeah, because I was going to ask you, I was doing a little research and I, I did not see you on the roster.
2: Yeah. That's yeah.
0: probably why. But you, so your walk-on so you're probably gonna get your tryouts this coming season. Yeah. And how did you mentally prepare with with school and you know having to work out on your own? Because I assume you have to be enrolled in a full as a full time student.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was definitely a difficult process. Uh, just like seeing all because I live with all the football players in our like dorm, so it's definitely like hard to see them go like down to practice and get ready for their games and i'm just sitting at the dorm thinking like what like, what am i doing so i uh i ended up just working out every day with a couple other teammates that were walk-ons and uh it was a lot of fun and uh we'd study together we had we had a lot of the same classes which was really nice so it made it a lot easier
0: and then who is someone or a group of people that you know you want to say thanks to them they they helped me through the process or through the events like you mentioned your teammates any yep. other people?
1: Uh I definitely say my parents and then uh my tight end coach at high school, um my head coach and uh Todd Durkin. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I heard of him.
1: Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: So what um how they how did they help you?
1: Um I would definitely say my tight end coach made me realize that I wanted to play college football and uh he definitely prepared me for that um my head coach helped me a lot in the recruiting process also and uh Todd just gives me my overall mindset every day um just to be the best person I can be and get after it every single day
0: all right um so your day doesn't ask how your day looks like but you said you studied and practiced on your own
1: yeah so that so that was uh last semester this semester like uh I'm all like We're practicing and everything. We actually, we're in the middle of spring camp right now. So uh, right now we have to wake up at 6 a.m. for COVID testing. And uh, we get COVID tested and then we go to a meeting for about an hour. Um, I get back to my room around 8. And then I have three classes that go till 1 o'clock. And then I have to go back down to the facility for either a lift or a full padded practice. Then I get home, do homework, eat all that stuff
0: and you're taking business analytics right Yep. i, I bet that's a lot of math with yeah but in, in it. how do you manage that
1: um I, it's definitely hard um but you kind of just need to find like any little time that you get you kind of just need to work on your homework and all that stuff because uh, there's like gaps between classes like 30 minutes so i just try to do as much mm-hmm. as i can between classes and all that stuff
0: And um, some people, mainly the younger audience that want to participate in sports, they don't realize that outside of being a student athlete, your academics matter, and you got to find the perfect balance. That's something I always tell when I would uh, help out at my high school.
1: Okay, yeah. I would definitely say academics come first, because, I mean, one one bad play in your career could be over as an athlete, so it's always good to focus on academics and be ready for the real world.
0: So, so moving forward, well, before I ask this question, what is an advice you can give a, a high school student or even middle schooler who's thinking about playing B1 or who wants to start the recruiting process? Like what is something
1: you can like tell them? Um, in the recruiting process, if you're not getting reached out to, means that you got to reach out to the coaches um, you can't be afraid to talk to them and put your name out there cause they're, they're looking for guys and sometimes they're hard to find. Um, I would definitely say just hit up as many coaches as you can find like emails for, um, and I would say definitely if you, if you want to play a college sport, um, be ready, uh, to have good time management skills cause, um, and be disciplined also with your time cause it's a, it's a big deal. Um. It's definitely because it's definitely hard to manage
0: your time. And outside of football, what is some of the things that you, you enjoy doing or you do?
1: Um, I love going to the beach. There's no beaches in Ohio, so that's definitely something I miss I, out.
0: I would imagine that. Yeah. Um, places like that, don't they have like like lakes or something?
1: There's a lake, but it's about a 30-minute drive away, and I don't have a car, so I can't really go.
0: So you're at Ohio. You went, season got canceled in your flight, no no car, there's no good food, and there's no <laughs> beach. So you're just happy you're here right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, but, it snowed. It, it was snowing the day I was leaving. It was crazy.
0: So it's snowing right now.
1: Uh, I don't know uh, if it's snowing right now, but it, it snowed a little bit the uh, the day of my last practice.
0: So it was snowing late yeah. in March. Wow. Yeah. I'm just happy you're back home, or well, at least for the remainder of the time you're staying at. Yeah. No, I I don't know if I could. I mean, I could say I want to leave California. Yeah. But then after hearing and seeing other places like that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm motivated. You know.
1: It's definitely not the same. It definitely has some good stuff. You experience all four seasons. You get to see the snow. You get to see the leaves change colors, which is really pretty.
0: So what is what is one thing you enjoyed then? Since I feel like we're looking at the negatives. One yeah. thing that you, you enjoy of going out at home? Like I mean, for it, me was,
1: I- it, it was a whole new experience having to like make new friends who I really have nothing in common with because I meet all of them. A lot of them are from the Midwest area. So they kind of have a lot of common. And here I am, just a San Diego kid. They're like, what are you doing here? Like, come on, man. Like you're from like California. That's one of the best places on earth. I was like- I mean, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm here to get my degree and play football, which is something I love doing, and this gave me the opportunity. So,
0: so yeah, you, you go, you're a kid, used to going sunglasses, paint top, shirtless yep. at the beach. Going to the Midwest, you know, whole new environment. You know, for me, when I look at it, someone, even if I just go to a school that's an hour or thirty minutes away from home, i I would say it's more like getting your independence. Yeah. you know, because you gotta like advocate for yourself. You know,
2: yeah, it's a it's a whole
0: new world. You don't have your parents with you to help you yeah. out, and oh, that, yeah. that that would be a lot of trouble.
2: Yeah,
0: and then from your parents' point of view, you know, obviously they they are always gonna be worried for their children. Are, do you like contact your parents, or do they visit you?
1: um so i i pretty much text both of them every day um i call i call them both once a week or i make an effort to and then uh my dad actually came out in the beginning of the of march um so we got to spend a weekend together go out and get some good food and then uh my mom and my two cousins two of my cousins came out last weekend so i got to see them show them around we had a really fun time
0: yeah it's, it's funny when uh so, like, right now, we're, like, the young adults, becoming adults. Yep. And when you said, I go and show them around.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Because I, I would have never thought this, you know. they When they said that school was canceled and everything, it went fast.
2: Yeah, it did. It really
0: did. It's, like, literally April 4th as of now.
2: Yep.
0: And we're headed, I have, like, eight weeks left of school. I'm going to finish my first year of okay. community college. Yep. And then uh, by next year, I'm gonna be applying again to a four-year university. Okay. So that that's my like educational goal
1: right now. Okay. Where where are you looking to go?
0: Uh, so I want to stay Southern California. So I'm right. a, I'm a ju- I'm a journalist major.
1: Okay. Right?
0: So I I'm looking between San Diego State. Okay. Or uh somewhere in the LA area.
2: Okay.
0: You know, cause that's it'd be interesting to write. Yeah. If you were in LA, you know. You yeah. got both two NFL teams, you know. It would have been funner if the Chargers were still in San Diego. Yeah, seriously, yeah. But uh, they're up there. You know, speaking of the Chargers, I know we might get a little off topic, but that's the point of a podcast. <laughs> uh, you, uh, You still root for them?
1: I sure do, yeah. Uh,
0: I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So uh, earlier this week, they released that um, the team was – they're wanting a petition to sell – What's your viewpoint on that as a fan?
1: Oh, what, what was that? Oh, they're going to sell? Is that what you're saying?
0: So there, there's three siblings,
1: right? Oh, there's yeah. The, the Spanos family, right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then one of them, they wanted to sell, like, their share or the whole team.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, hearing the stuff I've heard about the Spanos uh, family, the owners, um, I mean, they're the ones that took the charges out of San Diego. So I wouldn't be too upset if they decided to sell the team. Um, I heard that, uh, Jeff Bezos has a big interest in buying the team and, uh, Joe Rogan actually as well.
0: Yeah. uh, What's it called? So in my family, you could say I'm like the biggest fan, right? I got a text from my cousins. Hey, hey, uh, why don't you buy the team? I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I don't have billions laying around. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. But if, and then they're all telling me they're probably gonna come back. I'm like, yeah, but they have to wait another 15 years. When, yeah. When there's a relocation, it's twenty, unless somehow they worked out with the NFL. But it's interesting because I, I had the same thinking. Well, the Spanos did take them away, and uh, kind of have that like that uh, yeah. love hate relationship for the yeah, team. I know, I know what you mean. I, I love the team, but the owners, man.
2: Yeah. I don't
0: want to say too much because what if they start watching this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, but I'm tired of that. I wonder. I hope our new owner takes this team and continues to do great things. You know, they yeah. got a young quarterback, a young yeah. team, talented team. They got to do something.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, – because I'm pretty sure they just got Chase Daniel, right? Uh, uh, yeah, At the yeah, backup. Yeah, he actually – so he works a lot with uh Todd Durkin and uh, Drew Brees down in San Diego. So I'm looking forward to seeing how him and Herbert work together and kind of mentors him and see how that goes.
0: Yeah, that that should be interesting, you know. I so when I saw Herbert's like first snap before yep. watching the game, I immediately bought his jersey.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah,
0: I have it awesome. right here. I bought because I initially got Joey Boza as a birthday gift.
2: Yeah, for I myself too.
0: Yeah, for myself, you know the the powder blue one. Yep. And then I I thought Herberts. I was debating whether to get Herberts when he got drafted. Because we weren't yeah. sure if he was going to start at the time. Right. And when I saw him in the center, like everyone know, shocked, I went online and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to buy it right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't care how this it goes. Yeah. I bought it. You see,
1: the season goes by, rookie of the
0: year. I hope that Jersey becomes a fortune by the time the years pass by.
1: Yep. Yeah, he's he's fun to watch.
0: Yeah, he's fun. You know, now we, we got to get on topic. It was yep. fun talking about the Chargers. Uh, we left off of uh, being independent. Um, you no, know, I'm all out. I can't think of anything right now. The charter oh. topic took over. Is there anything you want to share? Or you can ask me even more.
1: Um, I was going to, my question that you, uh, I you told me to plan a question. Uh, it was actually going to be what's your favorite NFL team, but we just went over that.
0: We just went, we did a whole topic about that. Yep. Yeah. I uh, Funny story. I tell it a lot, but I like saying it. I uh, I wasn't a Charger fan, so I was like in. I was always like a Charger fan because they would. I made the jerseys. Yeah, but I didn't pay attention to the sport and became an expert expert till like the sixth grade. Okay. Because my my family would always root for them.
2: Yeah. And
0: then out of nowhere, they they moved to L.A. Yeah. Everyone left them, right? Everyone like. My family like, yeah, I'm not rooting for them. Yeah, and I'm like, you guys can't do that. Why? <laughs> I'm like, they did leave out of state, but yeah. i I was still like mad and sad that they left. But yeah, that's how I became a fan. How about you?
1: Um, so I didn't really start watching until like freshman year of high school when I started actually playing football. So I didn't really pay too much attention. I'd go to games every once in a while, but never really do any of the players' names or how they were doing. Like the seasons, so I really started freshman year, I'd say. Kind of then, my interest in the NFL,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, you knew who they were, obviously, because one freshman year, they, they hit the news because San moved.
2: Yeah.
0: I moved, and they were local. Cool. That That's not, I mean, I want to, hopefully, they're planning, they're saying that they might allow fans.
2: Yeah. So hopefully I can awesome. go to
0: at least one, one or two games Especially now that it expanded to seventeen,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: no, and then I'm all out all right. <laughs> i I had a I had a list we pretty much covered everything, okay you, know, you, you mentioned COVID impacted, you know you had to do your own separate workouts, yeah, then we talked about the process and your decision. And then you mentioned the people that helped you out through your journey. Now, is there anything the guests or viewers should be on the lookout for or where they can find you?
1: Uh, my social media, it's all Mikey McGibb. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that stuff. It's just all the same, Mikey McGibb. And then uh, I would definitely say, like, another piece of advice is uh, don't, don't rush to grow up um enjoy the time that you have as a kid cuz uh definitely flies by and you definitely miss it um like just the days of getting driven around by my parents like e- even just like the car rides and all that stuff i miss that um just just don't don't rush to grow up
0: i i can uh agree with that a lot yeah it's uh, i yeah i can't even remember my child well, I mean I could remember my childhood, but
2: yeah.
0: When you were young, you know, I, I missed those things, you know. It's been a while since I've been at a park. I remember going to a park every day when I was a child. Yeah. And when I got older, everything took over. Uh,
2: school, yeah.
0: Video games. I I do miss those fun moments.
1: Yeah. I mean not a worry in the world. You just wake up, go to school, get to see your friends. Yeah, talk to be.
0: I remember uh, elementary middle school, even some part of high school. You'd yeah go mainly on elementary you'd wake up, go, you go to school, yeah, then the best part was recess and lunch,
2: yeah, you
0: got older, you wake up, oh, I got a midterm or oh, I gotta do this assignment by this time,
2: yeah,
0: all right, uh, Mikey, thank you for coming. Think the time out of your day,
2: yeah, uh, sure. hopefully we get to
0: see you on Saturdays, this upcoming season, yeah, and then not uh, one member or you don't know yet, you'll be using.
1: Uh, I'm I'm number
0: 86. 86. I'll be looking on that on um, the Red Hawks, correct? Yep. All right. And then the uh, conference, I'm not familiar with the conference uh, you guys are in.
1: It's the Mid-American Conference.
0: Okay, Yes. Yeah, so, all right. I'll be looking at that on Saturdays. Red Hawks number 86 on the field. Yep. Michael McGivney. Thank you for coming along.
1: Yep. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem.